Hi everyone, welcome back to Blue Eyes Crying by the Chips, with me, your host, Nico Stratus. This episode was supposed to be the last episode of last year. I was going to put this out between Christmas and New Year's. This is the Oops All Tears, Oops All Crying guest episode, where people sent in their voicemails of stories, and I was going to put this out between Christmas and New Year's, and to be perfectly honest with you, um, I not only just got really tired from overworking myself, but also um, I had COVID in September, and it did a number on my chest and my throat and my voice, and talking is sometimes more difficult than I would like it to be, and working on this has been hard, and I really wanted to do it justice, primarily because some people sent in some really beautiful stories that you'll hear in a couple of minutes, but also I wanted to sort of think back on the year of of doing the show. I say the year it was kind of the last half of the last of the last it was like a half of the last half of the of the year, but you know when I came up with the idea for this show, I thought of it as something funny, you know crying in the grocery store listening to music that you love. It's kind of a funny concept. And I approached it with that. And it's something that became apparent to me almost immediately in the first episode was it's not near it wasn't nearly as funny as I was expecting it was going to be because I found I really needed to have these conversations with people about crying, about emotions, about the way that we tie those things to music. It's a show that revealed itself to me as I was working on it, as I was putting it together, as I was talking to people about it, as people were messaging me about it. And that has been a really nice thing to have for me personally, is that having this idea and having it become something I never really expected it was going to be. I thought it was going to be this funny show where we tell these funny stories. And it kind of is that. And it also is a show where I try to convince my friends to start businesses with me and whatever. But it's also about these real connections that we have to the art that matters to us. And I'm telling you all this because this will come up in the, th- in the three stories that you'll hear from people that sent me voice memos with their own stories. Is We kind of all have these things. And something that I've heard from people um, since I started doing the show was that they have these moments in their lives and sometimes they never tell anybody about it because they're embarrassed or they feel bad about it or whatever. And it's nice that it's kind of this universal experience where we all like to cry. We all want to cry. We all do cry. And none of us really want to feel bad about it or feel weird about it or feel ashamed about it. And and I do all these things too. You know, I'm no better or worse than anyone in, in that regard. And um, it's been a real joy to get to talk to the folks that I have over the course of the year in doing this show. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the new year. I'm taking a little bit more time just to finish off these drafts of my books and just to rest my voice for a little bit longer. I have a, a appointment with a specialist next week at a pulmonary rehab clinic. It's all very fun stuff that you get to do <laughs> when you had COVID and it destroyed your lungs. Um, but the show is coming back. I'm working on it. I've reached out to some friends. I've reached out to some people. I've sent some big swings email to some famous people uh, to see if they'll maybe come on the show and do it. Um, because you know, and I know that we all want to know what song makes a weird owl cry. And this is my new 
this is my whale as I want to get Weird Al to come on this and tell me about a song that makes him cry because I think that would be a really fascinating conversation because it's funny but it's also real uh, and I'm really trying harder than ever to balance this these worlds of funny and real together all at once and I just wanted to take a couple of minutes off the top here before I get into people's voice memos and say thank you to everybody that has listened to the show thank you to people that have shared the show Thank you to people that have told your friends and your family about it and sent me messages or even just, you know, subscribed online or whatever. I really appreciate everybody being here and listening to the show. Um, I'm sorry that there hasn't been a new episode in a little while. It'll be a couple more weeks before we're back proper, but we are coming back. I promise to come back because I want to keep doing this because I need this more than anything. And that's the thing that I realized listening back to episodes that I did. Um, and thinking back to my headspace when I started this, when I thought, wouldn't it be funny? And it is funny, but it has also kind of made me cry. This show, making this show has made me cry every single time I've done an episode. So um, I hope that it has for you, and I hope we all feel comfortable and happy in, in those tears and those moments. Thank you all to the people who sent me voice memos. Thank you to all my guests. Thank you to Augusta from Gladi, who wrote the theme song for the show. Thank you to Amanda Wong, who made the logo for the show. Um, that's it. There's no one else to thank. I've thanked you all. Let's listen to the voicemails, the voice memos, your cry stories, Oops All Tears episode. And also, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I wanted to get in on that, don't worry, we're going to do another one of these. Um, There'll be a call, probably in a couple months, I'll do another one of these. And we'll maybe try to do this as a more of a regular thing over the course of the year. If it gets really popular, maybe I'll do it in episodes with the guest and then the guest can hear your voicemails and we can have a good time with that too. Um, But for now, let's get into it. Thanks for being here. See you all in a couple weeks. Most people want to hit They want a song so they can move around and dance to it But I want one that will cut me to my core Leave me one more I'm crying in the grocery store, yeah I'm crying at the bank One song can take me back there With the power to eviscerate You can laugh, you can pour Hi, Nico. My name is Lauren. She, her. I'm calling from Toronto. My cry story is actually about another podcast, the podcast 60 Songs That Explain the 90s. Um, A while ago, the host, Rob Harvilla, did an episode about the song, I Can't Make You Love Me. And he opened the episode with sharing various of his own sort of romantic fables, foibles, Um, as a young man, interspersed with covers of the song I Can't Make You Love Me, performed by lots of musical artists, but never by Bonnie Raitt. And so when he finally got to the Bonnie Raitt performance, um, I was like emotionally primed and listening to these funny stories, but also experiencing this really sad, emotional song. And I just lost it. I was walking to the subway station where I catch the bus to go to work. And I just remember tears streaming down my face. Um, I also remember the weather wasn't good, but that could just be the way I'm remembering it. 
Um, but luckily I leave for work at like seven in the morning. And so my emotional outburst was not detected. Um, but that makes me think a lot about, you know, the power of music, obviously, to elicit these emotional experiences in us, but also the power of talking about music, because it was also the context of the podcast um, that gave it its full emotional effect, which is something you do, too. So thank you. Hi, Nico. My name's Mike. Um, I'm a big fan. I've been following you for about two years now. Love the podcast. I uh, love your guest spots on Alameen's podcast. And the song that makes me cry uh, without fail is probably The Curse by Josh Ritter. If you haven't heard it before, um, the story is about a woman who finds a mummy and the mummy comes to life. They fall in love. And the curse is that the mummy lives forever while the woman ends up passing away. Uh, an especially sad part of the song uh, is the bridge where a French horn comes in and 100% without fail, it makes me cry every time. A time that it made me cry, especially, um, I was working at a coffee shop and I was able to um, control the music. So at the time I made a lot of playlists and um, with a lot of playlists, you don't remember uh, which songs are on which playlists. So uh, I had a nationally famous broadcaster come in and order a drink. Um, as I was taking her order, um, I could hear the French horn in the background and just automatically started bawling. She asked me if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, would you like your receipt? And looking back at it now, I can only just laugh. But at the time, it was so embarrassing. I've seen her since, but it it was just, it was really kind of embarrassing. But yeah, that's my story. Thanks. Hi, Nico. This is Josalie. We're Twitter friends. I am sending in my story about crying for your Oops All Crying episode of Blue Eyes Crying by the Chips. Uh, I love your show. Thank you for making it. It's important to me. Um, my story is actually about a time I saw my father cry in public to a song. And I, uh, I love my father deeply for his vulnerability, especially, um, especially the vulnerability tied to music that he's instilled in me for his entire life. And, uh, there's one particular memory that I have. Um, so my father is currently married to my stepmom, and they've actually had a pretty wide, uh, varying love story <laughs> that started when they were both about 19. They were seeing other people. They dated for a brief minute, and then they broke up and went on and got married multiple times over, had lots of other kids with other people. Um, and then came back together about, you know, 20 years after that first dating. And uh, when they started dating that time, they were, you know, in their late 30s, 40, early 40s. And I remember I was about um, 14 or 15. And they had started talking again. And things were a little weird. I think she was trying to get out of a bad marriage. And my dad was, you know, uh, a college professor and had been seeing a lot of people and was just feeling really disheartened by dating in general. And they felt this draw towards each other. But there were a lot of like external factors that were keeping them from kind of sending it and really just being together. 
And I remember he had told me one morning that he'd ended things. He was like, we're not seeing each other anymore. It's just for the best. It's too hard. It's too confusing. So we're not going to do that. And uh, later that afternoon, me and my dad were at the grocery store and uh, the song Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House came on the grocery store stereo. And I remember I was looking at, you know, makeup products or something next to my dad and I just hear this sniffling next to me and I look over at him and big, big tears are welling up in his eyes and he lets out a wail and he says, I have to call her. This this can't be the end. I, I can't give up on this. And uh, I'm so happy to report that they are still together uh, about 15 years later. And it's beautiful, and I love them. And uh, I, <laughs> I couldn't help but tell this story um, specifically about crying in the grocery store to songs. So now, when I hear "Don't Dream It's Over" by Crowded House, I think of my parents and their sweet, unconventional love story. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing the show. Thanks for sharing so much of yourself. Um, I think you're wonderful. I love the show. And yeah, bye.